Welcome to another episode of the Modern Lending Podcast live with Alec Hansen. I'm Alec. Uh, two in one day. I know. You just can't. I can't. It's been because I'm bad at calendaring, uh, but we're doing two in one day. So for those of that are tuning into this episode, uh, we are starting on a new series, a four-part series on digital marketing. So we did a four-part series on brand and personal brand development. You got to check that out. But now we're sliding into digital marketing. There's a difference. There's a difference between branding and digital marketing. So I'm going to bring on a buddy of mine, also a great branch manager for us here at Loan Depot, um, Adam Encinas, to talk about um, his journey in brand development. It's got, we're going to talk about some stats that are going to blow your mind and get you ready to understand what's possible. And then really what happens when you get into the digital marketing side of it all. So without further ado, let's bring on the one, the only, Adam Encinas. With the real world. What's up, my boy? How's it going? Here we go. Here we go. Everybody that's tuning in right now, um, please drop a comment. It's fun for us to know that you're pausing for like two minutes of your day to hang with us. Um, and if you're watching this in the future, hit it up with a hashtag bypassed. Um, so Adam, first I got to ask before we get into all the meat and all the good stuff. Um, what's that? Uh, what's that trophy behind you? What is that? Oh, you mean uh, that trophy right yeah, there? What's that little trophy right there? What does that mean? Oh, that's sir. This is the Game of Thrones, the Iron Throne, fantasy football trophy i am now a two-time champ and the 2020 champ i just received it engraved this week so i want to make sure that we featured that thank you for that make sure everyone sees it you know i just want to draw a little attention make to sure. it in that appreciate so, that i want to i want to give everybody a little bit of your journey here in a second um and then talk about why i wanted to have this conversation with you about digital marketing and the power of this whole thing um but before i start you know i know you took a lot of motivation from gary vanderchuk Mm-hmm. And and I want to lay the foundation here for everybody because I I also take a lot of motivation from him and inspiration from him. So, you know, one of the things that he continually talks about is this concept of jab 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 right hook. Mm-hmm. Right. So why don't you give everybody a quick definition of what that means? Because it's going to be a theme throughout this conversation today. Right. So the whole journey with the jab 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 right hook is you know Gary V has wrote multiple books, and one of the ones that we've kind of honed in on is the jab 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 right hook. It's give value, give value, give value, then ask. So in the social media digital age is people desire authentic content. And what we found in this journey is as you start building a relationship through online channels, all we start doing, giving value, educating, informing, empowering, and just the audience just continues to grow. It just continues to grow without asking them to do anything. The failure for a lot of people is they go right for the right hook without building that brand identity first. So so the whole concept. You're going to jump ahead and ruin my whole hour podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I actually, I view the same jab, 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 right hook as, you know, branding of building value, building connectivity, consistency, Mm -hmm. and digital marketing being kind of like the ask of this whole So let's go back in time on your journey of brand building and, and all this fun stuff. Because we got men, we got men jumping in here who is my hero. I'm in. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, what you, you started a movement, you started a brand, you started an education platform. Men obviously is the face of what's a mortgage, but, but when did this start? And, and, and then what did you do in the beginning to start this process? 
So it started in the beginning uh, with Min and my younger brother. And they Min actually brought me in the industry in 2008. Um, I've known him pretty much over half my life now. I've known him since I was 18 years old. And what happened was is he was educating so many loan officers, teaching them the ins and outs. And then here comes the jab, 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 right hook, the whole Gary V yep. motivation. And then it was like, you know what? Instead of teaching loan officers, why don't I teach the consumer uh, online? So it started in 2017 and I still have the first videos um, on my some phone of, saved. I've, Min doesn't know I've seen some of these just in, in <laughs> passing. Um, but, yeah. but so you, you, you decided we got to start with the consumer mm -hmm. in 2017. So three years ago, what did you do? Like, what is, what does meet the consumer mean? Physically, tactically, what did you do? So first started a Facebook page and it was like, Hey, what do you call it? They came up with the idea. Well, let's call it. What's a mortgage, right? I'm like, Oh, it's a brilliant idea. And first you start posting videos on what is a mortgage and kept posting videos and videos. And the first ones are, are hysterical. I love to share. Uh, Min doesn't know that in any meeting. I say, hey, well, this is how you start. And this is how we started. And here's where we're at today. And here's yeah. where we're going. Don't do this frowny face, man. Like, no, stop. Starts, <laughs> start, dude. Everyone starts, they start, bro. Yeah. So so then, you know, Min's hysterical. Um, you know, so then he came up with this video explaining like the number one reason why deals fall out of escrow. And it's because you didn't get the VOE. It's a verification of employment. Yep. And I think that video reached, uh, I think it's just touched just shy of 3 million views. And he does this little dance and, you know, fast forward a couple years after he can't go to like downtown Disney now without people recognizing him. And he got kids doing like this whole VOE dance. So it was hilarious. And uh, that really just like ignited the fire on the, on the platform. And then from there it just became, let's, let's find out how we can perfect this. Yep. And then in the, mortgage space there's so much information and there's so much that even we continue to learn from men or the channel like oh we didn't know that we didn't know that um so now it's become a, like a news station for mortgage well it's, yeah so let's let's go back more tactically too sure um, in so you started doing videos on on facebook fair fair enough about what a, what a mortgage is how often would you do these videos um it would be like once a week once a week like once a week and then you got into your stride and you, and you kicked the frequency up, if I remember correctly. Correct. But then there was a pivot that we had to make. What happened? So we started seeing more people kind of doing the same thing. Um, the pivot was what we're doing right now, Facebook Live. And that was the game changer. Now, not saying, oh, I would say that would have been 2018, six months into the journey. Yep. Six, seven months. And you know, we identified that, hey, there's this gap that we need to start a channel and go Facebook Live. And then that's where it took it from. It was already running fantastic, but it took it from here and elevated it another level where people can have that deep connection um, with men, just like we're talking right now. People can tune in and we don't know what people want to see. There's like hundreds of millions of people that are registered on Facebook. Yeah. So what happened was people start asking questions and it created content. We should probably talk about that on the channel. We should talk about this. We should talk about that. Hold on a second. Cause this is so like, to me, this is yeah. so there's a million things to talk about in content for mortgages. So much. 
there's no no shortage of content. You learn even more from from people's engagement of like what to talk about because they're asking questions. Right. How often were you going live and when? What time? Nine o'clock at night. And it was Monday through Friday. See, really Monday through Thursday. I love this so much because this is the grind. Like we all know what grind is in real estate and mortgage because we've done it in our careers. Like I went out every Thursday and Friday, went to broker previews and every weekend I went to broker preview and I met agents and I kissed babies and I like that. And I didn't get loans mm -hmm. the second I showed up. I didn't get anything the second I showed up. It was the 75th time I showed up. Mm -hmm. You guys went live at a time of the day when most people have clocked out for, for the day. Mm -hmm. Why did you go live at nine o'clock at night? That's when we had their attention because everyone's at work. It's crazy, dude. And so what happened? You went live all, every day and, and Monday through Friday. And what started to happen? Started with five people. Uh, you know, probably several of the people that are on here where it's just our friends and family watching, just supporting. And then as we started posting micro content videos and then guiding people to tune into the channel to get the information it just started snowballing and snowballing and snowballing. So I, I want everyone to hear this, that not, it, nowhere in here, did you hear Adam, or if you've watched anything men does, do they, do they pitch you or what I call right hook you with a, with a deal or an offer or call me for a loan? Um, this is all jab, jab, jab. This is all value, edutainment, whatever you want to call it. This is demystifying the process. Um, and, and you did that for, uh, at least, I mean, we're not, now we're now in the third, fourth year of this stuff, right. Of leaning into right. it. Right. Yep. So before we talk about digital marketing, we spent nine minutes on this. I consider this, you know, a lot of brand work. So from your brand work, what kind of lead velocity opportunity is now matured and coming through this type of effort? So today, what, what, what the, what's coming through it's, uh, it's very hard to contain it. There's probably just on Facebook and what come in through like text, there's over like five to 600 new conversations a month. And then that's not including Instagram and the phone calls that come in. So I'd probably say it's pushing almost a thousand conversations and we've had to contain it. Um, only yeah. running it in a very concentrated area and that's because, we'll, and I'm sure we'll talk about this, is shifting to digital marketing, which we're still building out that journey and that process. It is nowhere near perfected, yeah. and it takes a lot of time for it to mature and evolve. So we're going through that process of how do you make sure that you have that customer experience because they've been watching you for a year, and how do you translate it into a contact, a conversation, a lead conversion and closing? But this is wild, and I, it's like it's what I don't think people are hearing or understanding enough. It's like you didn't even throw the right hook yet. And, and through branding and consistency, you've built enough trust and velocity where you're having hundreds of conversations with customers directly mm -hmm. to your ecosystem. How many of these customers did you send to realtors in the last 60 days who didn't have a realtor and asked you for one? Um, I'd say it's, I mean, we're still tracking. As you know, we've been working on this a loaded CRM system, a loaded question. Um, but it's over a hundred. It's over yeah. a hundred, maybe even 150. I still haven't finished tracking, but perspective. And we've talked about this before last year in a state of dysfunction, because we're still building out that process. Um, you know, there was over 60, $70 million closed from real estate referrals that we sent 
uh, to our partners. And I think this year it'll be over a hundred. I mean, and by the way, we talked about this at the uh, last year's podcast because I just was you yep. know, understanding it. And so people that listened to it, like saw that were like, you know, and all it took was three years. <laughs> I mean, but by the way, I, I joke about that because that might be like a long time for some people. But yeah. Those three years, you also did other a lot of business in addition to that business. So like people aren't understanding like this is an additive part of your origination strategy. Correct. You definitely have great realtor partners. You definitely, your team definitely has yep. what I call traditional business. This just became a aha moment for you and your team of this is an opportunity that I've got to play in or somebody else is going to play in for me. Right. So I just, I'm, I'm loving this. Okay. So that was like 13 minutes of branding and, and history, but I needed to do it because I want to talk now about digital marketing. Mm -hmm. So how many people are following you on Instagram and Facebook approximately? Instagram 20,000 YouTube organically is at 5,000. We just started building out the YouTube a little bit more. Facebook, we're at 35,000, 36,000 followers. And that's all been built up over the years of effort of just putting out information right. and pulling them in, right? Yes. Not buying likes. This is people that are intentionally following us, tuning into the channel and watching. So now let's talk about digital marketing. So you have what I would consider a very ripe audience. They're yes. familiar with you. They know your brand. They know your ethos. They know men. They know what he stands for. They know his energy. Like his brand position is solid with this group of people that you've curated over the years. Mm -hmm. What are you doing now to actually spend money, like to go digitally market directly to this group? And what's the results kind of hit us with where, whatever comes out there. So, you know, we have, we're consistently hitting people with content, right? We have micro content. Now we still have the Facebook lives and the Instagram lives, take yep. that up, chop it up, redeploy it, doing all of that. Um, have a bigger budget to work with, but we can't because there's too much, you know, coming in. So, uh, and I was just running some reports yesterday. We have some video strategies that we deploy. And again, it's just, again, educate, educate, they come down and eventually they reach out, they reach out to us. Um, and just in the last seven weeks, uh, there's been 2.2 million views just on our ad funnels that we run, which is insane just in the last seven weeks. And then the people, cause I can track how long they watch the videos for and their behaviors and what they're doing. Uh, if, if those of you that are tuning in, if you've seen the social dilemma on Netflix, we are one of the good guys. We are here to educate, empower, and inform. What we have is over 50% of the videos that are watched and the ads that we're running. Um, I think there was like 832,000 and yep. then 75% watch, I believe it was over 400,000 in the last seven weeks. So there's this, we're still in jabbing. Mode. Well, I mean, so I, yes, you are still jabbing. And yes, the benefit of jabbing is insane because you can win a fight jabbing. Like I, right. that, that was the joke, right? Like you don't need to knock out, punch somebody. You could jab them to death and still win. And clearly winning, clearly it's working. But even right. I like, cause I follow obviously you guys and men and what's a mortgage. And even I noticed that now men is starting to follow me. So it's not just that I watched his stuff. Now, now I see a video of men popping up being like, Hey, mm -hmm. you saw my videos. Like I see you seeing me like, right. working together, watching you, <laughs> Yeah, but, but this is what I love because this is the right hook. This is, Hey, I saw you. So I, I, I saw you saw me. 
And so we should have a conversation. And so now it's almost like you're inviting them back in. And right. I imagine that the, the velocity of that has got to be pretty insane. Yes. Yeah, there's a whole infrastructure that you have to put behind it. And we're still developing that experience when they opt in is there still is not tech tools developed for what we need to do to finish tying the systems together. For example, Instagram has not released their APIs. There's only one CRM that I know of that's that, and it's not, you know, uh, it's not where it needs to be. And that's yeah. like ammo CRM. Yeah. Anything else, Instagram, it doesn't roll into Salesforce. Nope. So it's like, how do you have this experience that you can build out when the technology hasn't even been developed? Well, and so for everybody listening, I want you to hear a couple things. Number one is um, Adam's got a very good problem to solve, which is, you know, he's spent the time doing the hard work to build brand identity and connection. You know, Min's worked his tail off being on video all the time and getting better at it, which I just want everyone to hear, like you can get better at video. And then all of a sudden now you've got a lead management problem. And, and right. that's that's everyone on everyone listening should be like, I desperately want a lead management problem. Like that's the problem I want to have is not be able to manage my leads. Um, and it'll be a journey for you specifically on this topic. Um, but what I loved and here and unpacking in this conversation is just the power of digital marketing and branding as a one, two punch. Can I give a, can I interject here for just one yeah, second, yeah, we'll just start. to provide some perspective. So we have a, we have a fairly large team that's rapidly building quickly. And we have new loan officers that have joined the team that have never done a loan in their life. Yep. And they worked on their licensing six months ago, joined the team recently. They got turned on five weeks ago. Yep. And there's several of these on the team. And each one of them never done a loan in their life. And we just educated, we, we drilled into them. This is our process. This is the procedures. Each one of them has over 50 pre-approvals in their pipe within five weeks. That's just, it's bonkers. Like it's just follow this system, follow this structure, educate, inform. And if you need us to interject, if there's any solutions that we need to offer, like come to us, we'll help you. And we'll hop on the phone with the consumer if we need to. But just to see that in the last five weeks, that velocity of applications come in, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So then it gets chaotic. I want to stay on that tangent then. So as an example for everybody, I don't, I don't even know this answer. Um, how much of this digital customer that you're engaging with as a percentage or whatever, you know, how, how many of them are going straight to the digital app with you? Like, here's a link to my app and applying um, versus saying, hey, let me have a full conversation with somebody first before you send me the link. And or is it a mix? What are you seeing? So actually what we're working on right now. So take they go down the video, they reach out, they ask, they answer 10 simple questions. Team jumps in, you know gets into the CRM. Right now it's, we have to call and reach out, schedule the call. What we're testing right now is when it comes from what's a mortgage through the CRM, this auto gets sent out. So we're testing um, some just emails. I wanna look, roll in video introductions down nice. the road, um, but 30% with just the emails from the OneTouch are directly applying on the ones that we're testing, which is insane. Without even a conversation, they're just coming in and directly applying just on the ones that we're testing right now. That's what I wanted everyone to hear is because you're building so much connection and, and identity and comfort with this customer that 30% are just going right to application. Right. You have enough knowledge. You've equipped them. You've talked to them. They've probably watched your videos for, could have, they could have been watching your videos for two years. 
Yeah, and long so time. Was there, and now they're like, "Yep, I'm in." And this is a radical um, redefining of the customer behavior that we have. That we are, to say it another way, I feel like we're stuck on how we think customers want to act, and so we operate the way we think customers want to act. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, we're having this conversation, and everyone's hearing that like 30 percent through video connection are just straight applying. Um, it, it needs to wake up some people. You're building huge influence and connection with people via video without ever really talking to an individual one-to-one. And they're feeling so comfortable with you and your team that they're applying for a loan without even having had a personal one-to-one conversation yet. Now, that doesn't mean they're not going to have one. Right. You're going to have that experience. But that just to me is insane, dude. Right. And think about when you roll in, what we've talked about recently is, hey, they go in through the video funnel, go through the chat it auto assigns to the team drops it into the new a uh, video with a template comes out with an introduction hey i'm adam with the what's the mortgage team Min pops in he's on my team come like and then they have here's the pre-approval process right this is what it is. click the link below to get started and we'll reach out to you after if you want to schedule a call here's the link and then you have a whole rules engine and behaviors built through video and marketing and texting like that's coming and it's here it just takes a long time to develop to have intentional thought behind it. Well, that's the thing. It's it's intentional personal automation. Right. We all we all experience automation. Like we know chatbots exist. Like, you know, I go right. to Apple, Apple and I want to have a question and I start with the chatbot, right? Yeah. I know it's a robot. I know it's only going to take me so far, but you're starting to introduce this personal connection where it's not a big mega brand, it's your personal brand, your personal right. name connected to which it's humans like. So like we talk about this, like, and this is not too much. I don't want to be on such a giant tangent on this one because we're on digital marketing, but humans like brands. Humans also like people. There's two things happening right. right here. Like we'll go buy from Nike because we like the shoe and the swoosh, or we'll go buy from Amazon because we can get it in a day and it's convenient and all that stuff there. And we don't really give a crap if there's a person on the other end of that. We, we like brands. We, we like this. But at the same time, we like people. We have friends. We have relationships. When we need consultation or financial advice or a doctor's prescription, you know, we want want people, we don't want WebMD. So you've got both those things pushing into the consumer psyche and and you're meeting them kind of in the middle. You're saying, hey, look, go your own pace. Here's a video series. Here's here's it, Mm self-education. But if you want me, me, I'm right here. Just pick pick up the phone. But you're driving them along a path and all of a sudden they're landing right in your lap and you're getting these insane amount of velocity leads so much so that you can't handle it. So what, what has been some of your big learnings through this process over the years? Because it's not like, you know, this wasn't an aha no. figured it out in 2007. You were no. around, fumbling around. You're still, okay, wait, for we everyone to this, Adam has not landed at the promised land. There, there is never a promised land. You're on a journey until you die. So just enjoy the journey. <laughs> it's always changing. You know, we were joking about Apple's coming out with new, like, uh, iPhone, like new stuff's going to change digital marketing. Right. So what have been the big learnings for you over the last few years? Uh, I think what what I've fallen in love with is the process, is you have to fall in love with not the destination of, hey, we've arrived. It's what can I do to be better and get better today? So we are all consistently consuming content from other people yep. and learning and absorbing because everybody has different strategies. Oh, yeah. Right. It's like, hey, you give me a basketball, which is a tool on the basketball court, and you give a LeBron James a basketball, same tool. Someone's much better with that tool. Hey, I want to learn from that professional so I can become better. I might not be perfect. I've seen you on the court, bro. You got some skills. Hey, you, got- you know what? 
you know, we're the there. same age. We're two weeks apart. I think I could take him. His would be working on his a lot longer than yours, but you know. Yeah, I just got this back injury. So if I, the back injury wasn't there all day long, one on one, challenging LeBron James. <laughs> okay, so fall in love with the journey. What else? What else has you learned? Um, you have to stay on your toes. You have to. Like, there are all these, like, I feel like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube change strategies, especially with privacy laws changing and how you can connect with your consumer and how you can see what they're doing or so you can feed them the information or even like with the housing, you have to follow compliance. So you have to stay on your toes. Now, four years ago, it was the wild, wild west. Today, it's completely different. So there's all these changes almost every quarter, almost every week you feel that, oh my gosh, now I can do this. Oh wait, you changed how the ads manager looks. Where's the buttons at? So when I show people, I'm just going to click buttons till I figure it out. Right. It's, so you always have to stay on your toes. So you have to not only you you think you're building this process in one way, but then all of a sudden, like, oh, here comes this dart. You can't do that anymore. Or hey, here comes this new tool. You can do this now. And you have to absorb, spend time, understand it. And then you have to see, does this integrate? Can you deploy it? Does this work for me? Is there a better tool out there for you? And that's what I love is like, I never thought in my career, I never thought that I would fall in love with learning and consuming information to perfect the process. And now I'm in a place where we have fallen in love with the journey or follow in love with the day to day. We know everything else will take care of itself. Why will it take care of itself? Because our intention is to help people and to educate, empower and inform the consumer. Whether you go with me or without is we have a responsibility to educate so people don't get taken advantage of because we saw it early on. So now fast forward is how can I deepen that connection and how can I make sure that they're getting that white glove service through the process? So every day, new tools, new tech tools, like right now with Instagram, they have a, with ManyChat, they have Instagram is going to go through a beta to release the APIs. Well, if they release that, now I could do a questionnaire to get basic information so we can have good dialogue. And we joined in the wait list. That was six months ago. We're still waiting. When that comes up, we're going to have to put a whole team surrounding that, understand it. How does it work? Does it deploy? Because there's, I don't know, 20 to 30 different tech tools that we use to tie this together. Yeah, bro. So I I heard this great quote and I want to share it because you just said it. It it was, be a student of your own experience. Mm, I like that. Just just have the ability to, to do that pause, whether it's weekly, daily, monthly, whatever, where you look back and go, what am I learning from what I'm experiencing? Right. You know, I, I always talk about the book, Who Moved My Cheese, right? Like, so what's what's changing around me that I'm not aware of? Yeah. Like, because sometimes we get our head down, we're cranking through. This is what I think many local mortgage professionals have done since, you know, 2010 after the crisis is right. they got in their groove and they kept their head down and they weren't looking around at what was changing. Right. If, if anybody's curious, go look at the last podcast with Alan at the gig agency to, to understand that your customers, everything they're doing is known. Mm-hmm. Every click they're making on the internet, we're going to do that. We're going to talk about more of that in the next podcast on, on, with, on Jordania is, is known and, be, and then being sold and given to companies that are wanting to attack mm-hmm. that person to get in front of that person. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing they lack potentially is the human connection with that person. Mm-hmm. And that Adam is what I've seen you guys do is you started with human connection. You started rooted in your mission to educate and, and be there for people to advocate for them, whether they use you or not. 
You say true to your mission and you stood up in front of the camera every day. You put yourself in a position of vulnerability to share all that message. And that put you in a position later to put some money behind the spend to go, hey, you know me. Why aren't we working together? Right. I laugh because like my strategy with realtors and I, I'm so simplistic that I always go back there. But like I, I built such a relate. I never sold. I never said, use me. I never asked, why aren't you using me? Mm -hmm. I showed up every day. I built a relationship. I asked them how they were doing. I asked them for how the market was going to the one point where I was, I had enough rapport with somebody. I met this guy named Rob and I walk, I walk into his open house and I had enough like human connection where I literally could be like, Adam, man, why don't we work together? Mm -hmm. Wasn't weird. He laughed and was like, you know, we should like, you're, I don't know why, you know, I've been using this guy forever, but you're dude, I, I like you. Right. And, and it wasn't uncomfortable and you've done the exact same thing with and men's on the exact same thing with this customer base which i just find is unbelievably powerful mm -hmm. so be a student of your own experience i think that is is key yeah we we i want to start talking about this though as we you know pivot to this angle here is what do you say to somebody who wants to get started and and i'll frame up a little around that before you go off and answer it because if someone would ask me that in 2005, I would say, here's the MTA report. These are the top agents in your market. Hmm. Here's yeah. You're yeah. going to have a monthly newsletter to them. You're going to put them all in your database. You're going to mail them every, every month. You're going to go find them on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Saturdays and Sundays. And here's the scripts. And here's what you're going to say when you meet them. Mm -hmm. Don't mm -hmm. tell. Don't offer anything. Don't drop flyers. Right. And, 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 I, and I, I had a playbook of like, here's how you do the game. Right. So you are, you know, I learned from you constantly on this stuff. What, what's, if some, if you got that new LO sitting in front of you and they're saying, what do you, what do you, how do you tell them to start playing? What, what should they right. do? Easy, easy. I'm going to make this very simple. Just start where we started. Read the jab, 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 right hook. Follow Gary V. Okay. Follow Billy Gina's marketing. Download his course. Learn how to run ads. Marry the two together. Get started. Put yourself in front of the camera. Well, don't well, overthink it. Super. Those, those two things. <laughs> okay. So Mike, there's a clip because that's just too good. But <laughs> okay. So I'm going to overthink it now. Now we're going to unpack that. Okay? Ah. No, no, you got to unpack it, dude. You can't Do just it. unpack it. So you said, go read, go read a couple books, get the course from Billy, um, get in front of the camera. Well, hold on. Now that's a lot. Of, get in front of the camera. All right. Now, read a book. I can read a book. But now you just told me to get in front of the camera. And what do I say? All right, so this is what I would do. Read the book, understand your brand, your identity, your value proposition. Take out the sale, educate, inform. And this translates to any industry, Alec. This I is know. not just specific to mortgage, which we know that, right? Understand how to deploy, how to deploy content, right? So understand those two things, how to run ads. Write down a hundred topics that you get asked every single call that you have. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I mean- Oh, whiteboards. You know how much I love whiteboard sessions. Yes, big whiteboard I love session. whiteboards, right? Write down hundred topics and then write down the bullet points on that topic. And then, you know what? Maybe go on Fiverr or something and say, hey, I want to talk about this and this and I want to condense this to a one to two minute video and pay 25 bucks to have someone write a script for you. Get in front of a camera, film, record, use something like Vlog Easy. There's tools out there that will edit for you automatically, take out the gaps and then post it. Once you post it, figure out how to run the ads through Billie Jean's course. Talk about things. 
I guarantee you 12 videos in, 12 videos in, you'll start figuring it out. Once you start figuring it out, you'll start making that connection. You'll understand things, it'll click, and then you're gonna wanna take those topics and do something completely different with them. Ah, now I know what I'm doing, but you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. You know, I, I love it. It's so simple and so true because any traditional mortgage pro can relate to this. Because if we go back to the old story of like, well, what did you do on your first meeting with a realtor? How'd it go? And guaranteed the loan officer's like, it was terrible. My first right. meeting, nervous. I didn't know what to say. I, I bumbled. I mumbled about this and this. Well, how did it go on your 100th meeting with a realtor? It was easy. I was comfortable. I knew what was happening. I knew what to say. Right. What Adam, what Adam just outlaid for everybody listening is the same parallel. Mm -hmm. Tell me yourself. Just by 12th, it'll be easier. By 24, it'll be easier. By video 100, it'll be a lot easier. Right. And then you'll learn, you'll, you take Billy's ideas and learn how to run an ad, sure, and then you'll get better and you'll learn nuances. Right. And and, and likely you'll find your passion. Like I, I, Adam, I, you know, I've heard your passion on this about where you stand as a brand for the consumer. Um, but I imagine that got reinforced over the years of doing the work. And you right. really figured out you know, what you're passionate about as you did the work. Right. So if it's that easy, Adam, why isn't everybody just doing it? Do they not know? Do the, uh, what's, what's the problem here? Well, I think number one thing we always talk about is fear. Fear, what are people going to think? Uh, you know, I have a receding hairline right now. Bro, <laughs> so bro, uh, what about my hair? What about bro, my hair, bro, Alec? Dude, I... Right? It, Cause look at this on camera, my hair right here. Yeah, bro. You have to, you have to get, you have to get to a position where you are so secure in your brand identity and what you're doing with that value proposition to get in front of the camera and said, the person on the other side of this needs to hear this. So the people that are watching this or you chop it up and you deploy that, that you need to hear this is just start doing it. My kids are about to start T-ball, right? Do I expect them to be hitting home runs? They have to start off a tee. You got to start small and you got to throw the ball. I throw a ball at them. Half the time it hits them in the head and then they go ow and they cry and they mess up. But then next time they put their hand up, they catch the ball, they throw it back, they get better. It becomes a behavior. So if you translate that, find your passion, start, try, ask your friends, take a look at this. Do you find this information useful? And then deploy. Okay, so so let's 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 go back to digital marketing for a minute. Um, you put the groundwork in. You built the brand. You right. Put the effort in, you put the time in. You got centered on your mission. Um, you know, give everybody a one to two minute you know overview on. You said go read Billy's book on how to run ads, but like, give everybody something here. What, what does that mean? How, why do I want to run ads? You know, if and by the way, I want everyone to hear first. You can't forsake the brand development that Adam did. You cannot skip that and go right to ads. You will fail. You just piss it away. Don't do that. And that's why we had a four-part series on branding before we talked about this stuff. I'm right. taking you on a journey. Stay on the path. But so like give, give somebody some ideas here on what does this mean? Do I just hit the boost post? I, just, I go boost and I'm good? You know what? If you want to boost, it's going to get, it's going to limit you on who you want to really connect with. So you can maximize your dollars through that connection. Um, what I would do is first, you got to start a business page, but did you know when you post on a business page, so say if I have 5,000 followers and I post something, 
Now with Facebook, they only show five to 10% of your audience will see that post. So now Facebook is a business. It's a business. Multi-billion dollar business. You have to run an ad to show more of your audience that daily post. Yep. But guess what else? Facebook, what do they want? They want you to stay on the platform. Yes. Right? Yep. Facebook rewards you for having engaging content. Yep. So if I make a post that has engagement on it early on, then it's going to show more of my audience. But to reach that audience that you can't connect with, that's where you have to get into the Billy Gina's marketing course and understand, okay, how do I deploy this? And then how do I target based on the interest? So, hey, if I want to, people looking at Zillow, people are looking to get pre-approved. So then you start understanding their interests and their behaviors to really fine tooth it. I mean, you can do some really radical things to connect with your audience, but you still get rewarded if it's engaging and if it's informative. That's why the sale or the spam ads pay a higher cost yep. versus we're paying, we're paying a penny per engagement right now, which because is insane. Sharing out knowledge, education and targeting an audience that's likely in the buy space for mortgage. Right, right. It's simple. And then as you get into it, you'll figure it out. And you have to invest in this right now. In our industry, the next few years are going to be really strong. What happens two years down the road? If you start investing in it now, you will have an audience, you will have a brand. Just start with a video a week, consuming content yourself, learning, posting, focus on one platform first. You know, if I'm starting from the ground up, I'm probably starting on Instagram right now, right? Facebook is becoming a little bit more, you know, difficult. You know, the, the Instagram ones are insights that we see as 25 to 44, which is your first time home buyer. So five years ago, four years ago, when we started it, that user was on Facebook. Now they have moved to Instagram. Instagram is yep. a little bit easier to connect. Yep. So if I was starting ground zero, I would start on Instagram. You know, um, I just want to go back and talk about this running ads for a second. You know, you mentioned sure. you're spending pennies. So, so you'll take a piece of content that has a lot of good um, conversation, a lot mm -hmm. of good engagement on it, and you'll run that um, against the targeted audience that you're, you know, drilling down towards. And you know, you, you say pennies on engagement. So, how far does the engagement get? Like, how far does this? Pen if you run an ad like this, how far does it go into the ecosystem here? Well, if we're, so it, it's a whole strategy on, you have your general content, yeah. engage with it. Hey, the next video, I only want the people that watched 50% of that one yeah. to see this one, maximizing my dollar. Yeah. You know what? The next video, I only want to see the people that watched the second video over 50% to see that third video. The funnel allows you to refine so you can maximize. If yeah. you go straight for the kill, Yep. On video one, you're going to look at why am I paying $84 per messaging conversation? It should be less. And that's yep. where you have to learn. <laughs> so, so I love that you're, you're educating here because this is, this is important. If someone's leaning into digital marketing, they're doing the brand work, they're ready to go. Um, there is a science to this. There's a process. There is. Mm -hmm. Don't throw a bunch of budget and shove something long and wide. You're never going to get it. But to Adam's point, if you have one takeaway from this is that the system can drill down. And so if somebody has watched a certain length of your video, you can target just them. 
and your dollar goes a lot farther if you're if you're drilling down versus staying really wide. So I know right. that high level and and I don't expect any we're not doing a course on how to run ads on this podcast but I want you to hear that so that you kind of understand conceptually how the system is set up right so that you can go and attack knowledge and seek knowledge on on how to do this well because yeah. I, I see people do it Adam I see them throwing like hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a on a piece of content and I'm like oh, you're not doing it right what are so, you saying? Uh, this is important so I said start with Instagram right Understand the Gary V dollar 80 strategy, right? Multiple people talk, it works. Okay. Commenting on people, following them, you know, hey, reaching out to them, you know, engaging with your audience. Now, Instagram allows you to boost within the app, but in the housing industry, your audience, you can't define it. It's 18 to 65 plus, that's it, and it's United States. I don't want to, not licensed in that state. Yep. Right. Yep. So that's why you need to understand Facebook Ads Manager is you have to understand that so then you can get to the audience that you want and target the people that are local versus, oh, I just boosted this post. I'm getting a lot of engagement, but it's running nationwide. I'm sorry I can't ha help that person in Kentucky, but I'll refer you to someone that can take care of you. You have to understand the whole ecosystem. So I wanna, I wanna take a little bit of a, um, a po podcast pause to, uh, to acknowledge some of the things that our conversation has sparked and my intent behind this whole digital marketing segment. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a little bit more for the audience, but Adam, I love your thoughts on it too. You know, I, I, this can be overwhelming. The second we went into the digital marketing space and running ads, I'm very sure there's a bunch of people that their eyes rolled to the back of their head. They got overwhelmed. And I wanted to share a couple things. We've already said this a million times, please hear it. You can have insane amount of success in just jabbing with branding. In all organic growth, you can have without boosting and I'm post and you can have insane success. But I also want you to be aware during this series of digital marketing, the very real threat that these major companies have in coming after your customers. You have to know what the competition's doing. Don't put your head in the yep. sand. They are tracking your customers in real time in web activity and they are marketing to them directly at buy signals. Yep. And so you can, you can protect yourself by building massive brand and goodwill and connection so that when they do get attacked, they go, you know what? Um, I see this mortgage ad, but I know Adam so well. I know men so well. I'm still going there. Right. And at the same time, there is a place for you to play in advertising, in digital marketing directly against the big boys with this hyper-personalized content that allows you to win. And, and so don't be overwhelmed. It's a skill set. If you don't have it, find someone who does or go learn it. Just like you've done with all your other skill sets out there, guys and gals. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know, Adam, would you add anything to that? Understand too is yes, there are bigger companies that are going after your customer aggressively, but they don't offer the same value that you do. And understand the number one mortgage company, or let me, let me ask you a question, Alec. How much did uh, Loan Depot close? Last year, how many units would you say? I can't remember the units, although I should because we just released, you know, our quarterly. Right. Numbers, but it was it was over a hundred billion dollars of funding. So it's that that to me yeah, is a that's a lot. It's a big number. Let me follow up with another question: How much market share does Loan Depot have? Less than three percent. Pretty close, maybe to three percent. Yeah, people want to be connected to other people still, and that's where you can fight the good fight with 
bigger companies like Zillow or people that are going after your customer with your brand and that connection. Yep. You have to go, you have to be intentional about what you're talking about. You have to make sure that you're educating and you also have to make sure that you are staying in touch with your customer, whether it's early on in the process. I mean, I just had one that opted in yesterday. I've been watching you for two years. Yep. That's years. my jam, dude. That's my jam. I looked two years ago. My FICO was this and I had no down payment saved. Hey, I paid off my credit. I've saved this. I have a 720 plus FICO. I'm ready to buy. By the way, do you have a real estate agent that you could recommend for me to work with? Yep. Because I trust you. That's it, dude. That's the game. That's the game. All right, my friends, we're hitting our end of the deal here. Um, thanks for hanging out with us today. And uh, man, Adam, thank you for your time today, dude. This has been fun. I can, I'm, I'm super like, I'm a big fan of your journey right now. I cannot wait to see where this goes as you continue to inspire and lead and motivate and help consumers. So thank you for everything you're doing, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me on. All right, friends, we're done with the modeling podcast today. Please like, subscribe, share, or don't. I love you either way. And I'll see you guys on the internet.